Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. Pride, it's a thing you hear when you talk to a Ford of Canada employee. Meet Sasha. Being a fourth generation employee is very special. I can still remember my grandfather, how happy he was to hear that I was going to continue on the tradition. For anyone who used to drive a car, they would love an EcoSport. Right now, get over $2,500 in total price adjustments on the 2019 Ford EcoSport Titanium. Hurry in. Ford employee pricing ends September 30th. It's your last chance to get Ford employee pricing. To learn more, click on the banner. is here people in the National Football League and of course your Cleveland Browns it's time it is go time baby Andy McNamara here with the doghouse your inside look at the Cleveland Browns alongside Matt Florjancic from WKYC Sports in Cleveland brought to you by Cleveland Whiskey it'll be celebratory toasts this weekend with your Cleveland Whiskey head on over to clevelandwhiskey.com right out of Cleveland Ohio Check them out there. Uh, they're in liquor stores all over the city, all over the state, all over the country. So if you're outside of Ohio, you can still grab your Cleveland whiskey. Just head over to clevelandwhiskey.com. Check out a location near you. Try the Underground Series, the award-winning whiskeys and bourbons, the Black Cherry, the Hickory Wood I'm trying right now is phenomenal. Uh, the original, so many different tastes and flavors on Instagram, at Cleveland Whiskey, on Twitter, at Cleve Whiskey. Matt! The preseason's over, the talking's over, it is time to take down the Tennessee Titans and start this season off right. How are you feeling? Good, man. Probably better. I had to use this opener than any other point in the 10, year, uh, 10 other seasons that I've been covering this team. Really optimistic about what this team can do, and I think it is all predicated on how well they start off. We know that there are tough games coming up here early in the first half of the season, but getting off to a 1-0 start would be huge for this organization. It would. It would, yeah, It's only been done once since 99. Well, that's it. one eighteen and one So... This is the this is the point. Because, Matt, I can't... I don't want to deal with the national media. Maybe it's more selfish than anything. I don't want to deal with all the national media if the Browns lose. Oh, they can't even beat the Titans. Same old Browns, blah, blah. And just people dumping on it. Because we've gone from the lovable losers who people rooted for to the Browns being talked about so much. And now people are against us. That's how Baker and Freddie Kitchens like it. So I'm down with it. Us against the world. Cleveland against the world. But Matt, it'd be great to just slap everyone in the mouth, all the haters and doubters, and just say, hey, this is how we're starting out. Let's do it. Yeah, no question about that. You you want to send a message, and for all the talk that has been done, and not necessarily by the team, but just about the team, this is their chance to answer the bell. And they get a good opponent first game out. The Tennessee is a, a 
some things, whether they think Mariota is the quarterback for the future or not, but they still have a lot of talent that you have to respect. Uh And defensively, they're extremely physical. So you know you're going to get tested early and often against this team. And you have a lot to prove and live up to, and I think this team's primed and ready to do it. And, Matt, that's what we're going to talk about is the matchups. Now, it came out as well. Another starting offensive lineman for the Tennessee Titans is out. So they have two backups. They're missing their offensive left tackle there, uh, uh, Taylor Luan. And now they are, uh, so they have a backup there. Miles Garrett licking his chops. Now I think it's a guard that's out. And if you're the, let's start on the Browns defense, who they only all played together for, what, six snaps against Tampa Bay. Oh, Matt. Two backups, Miles Garrett on one side, Olivier Vernon on the other, Ogan Joby and Richardson plug in the middle. Like, boy, Mariota better have his boots on to run to run Sunday. Yeah, I really liked what I saw out of that defensive line when they played against Tampa. It was really our only extended look at them throughout all of training camp in the preseason, and they know how to get back to the quarterback. And I think with Miles... Uh, their teams are going to have to account for him with more than one body. And that means that you have to shed help from other areas, which opens up guys like a pro, a pro bowl caliber players in Olivier Vernon, Sheldon Richardson, and Larry Ogunjobi on that front to, to wreak havoc against their opposing offenses. And that's going to be fun to watch. Miles may not get the sacks, but he's going to be directly responsible for 90% of that defensive line's production. Right, because you have to always account for him. You have to keep him. Uh, uh, you have to keep track of Miles Garrett because if you don't, he will destroy you. And Olivier Vernon is going to be a direct beneficiary of that. The great part too is Matt, with how that line is built, the pressure you can send the front four and drop everybody back, like we saw in that preseason game, and that's where you get coverage sacks. That's where everyone's able to drop back. Mariota, not the strongest arm, not the best thrower. Looks to move, so if he can't go through his reads, he's going to be gobbled up uh, and and really pinned in. So if you can pin him in, we could be talking turnovers, we could be talking sacks. Like this has the potential with a two backup offensive line be a defensive masterpiece for Cleveland and new defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes. I really like the mindset of this group. Um, they all know their assignments. They all play within the system, but they all have the freedom to go make plays if it's there. Yeah. Miles was saying a, a bunch of times during the offseason that he was only allowed to have two moves under Greg Williams. Hmm. He still had 13 and a half sacks last year. Oof. You give Miles Garrett freedom to use every tool in the toolbox. Yes, please. Oof. It's mad. Double digit sacks with only two moves. I mean, Man, that tells you how good athletically he really is. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, like, there's that. Then we got the cornerbacks and everything. But, Matt, what stands out to me, of course, is the new shiny toys on offense, Odell Beckham Jr., regular season game. Now, Matt, give us an update. How concerned should we be about this hip thing? Because OBJ was saying it's something that he kind of looked like he was maybe toying with us a little bit, that he hasn't been able to open up but could. Is this... Is this kind of like mental gamesmanship on the Browns' part, or, or is this a concern? I'm not overly concerned. If I see 13 on the field on game day, I know he's as right as he can be. Um, whether or not he'll have another year 
if he can get over what he's dealing with, maybe. Mm. Uh, it's pretty scary what he's able to do when he doesn't have that gear. I'll tell you that much. Practice, yep. he's, he's damn impressive. Yeah. Yeah. So you have that. Then, of course, Jarvis Landry. And I think when you run down the offense, it's going to be very interesting to track. Because where Jarvis Landry and all the receivers are now slotted down into a more comfortable spot where they really should be, is OBJ is going to garner the attention, but now Jarvis can fall back into his much more comfortable number two spot. And then what do you do with Hollywood Higgins on the outside? Is Ratley going to be uh, doing anything? Um, is Taylor Lewan starting or is he going to sit? I thought that was kind of an in-between, right? Is he sitting? The new wide receiver? Taylor Lewan's out. Uh, sorry, not Taylor Lewan. Um, You're talking Taylor... Taylor, Taiwan or Taiwan? Taiwan Taylor, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I don't know if they can get through a game with four receivers. So I think he will be active, and they will play him. Okay. In what role? I don't know. But going into a game with four receivers, a little dicey, especially considering the three of those guys didn't play a lick in the po- uh, preseason. Right. I think Rally got a little bit in the end, but he missed all essentially all the camp. Well, yeah. So you have him out. Um, yeah. So uh, Taewon Taylor. I like the speed of the Matt. I think he's somebody that they they were especially with Antonio Callaway out. They were missing a, a speed guy or someone in the slot that had that that over the top or can make a guy miss and really make you pay speed. I think Taylor does that, and maybe it's something as simple as. Okay, you know what? It'll be a simplified package for you. Uh, he was saying he's been studying a ton, and uh, Baker's been talking to him and all that, so I'm sure they'll be fine, but just having that little bit of a different look speed-wise, I think, is is important. Because the Titans' defense, as boring of a team as they are overall, the defense is still pretty good. Yeah, they're going to have to do things to get their playmakers open because everybody in the world knows who their playmakers are. Yeah. So the Browns are going to have to go in knowing that there are going to be games where Odell gets double teamed. There's going to be games where you know, Nick Chubb has to catch the ball in the backfield. There's going to be games where Jarvis Landry is taken away by a nickel corner. Yeah. You have to figure out how to combat that. And that's the, the great unknown right now because – Again, their head coach has never done this before, and we're in with a completely rebuilt staff, so we don't actually know until game day what it's going to look like. Right. But I, to me, though, I'm not as worried because back even a couple of years ago, if you took one player away, the team was done. Right. Now, if you take Odell away, that means you have Higgins one-on-one coverage. Landry, one-on-one coverage, or streaking open on a crossing route over the middle of the field. Chubb, all he has to do is get through the hole, and then he's gone to daylight. This is a good problem to have. <laughs> this is why John Dorsey loaded this offense with skilled players, because he knows that as long as the line gives the quarterback enough time and it opens the holes for the running backs, these guys can be really special. Right, and I'm just reading in the Browns game release, Last time the Browns played the Titans in September was September 2015. And Matt, by God, our old buddy Jonathan Football won the game. The Browns took it 28-14. to Two touchdowns for Johnny over Mariota. Oh my gosh. Isaiah Crowell went for 72 yards on 15 carries. Duke Johnson, I'm just reading it now. Wow. 
different. Like, let, let me say this. I feel a whole lot better about, even though we beat them in 2015, a whole lot better about this team than, than that team, especially quarterback-wise. Uh, Matt, when it comes to Baker Mayfield and Freddie Kitchens and this, this offense, preseason, yeah, it's vanilla and all that, but I just kind of get a feeling like they're going to want to just showcase a little bit and give people a taste. Maybe right off the bat, maybe it's that first draw to try to go and march down the field right away. Do you feel uh, a little something like that? Like Freddie might want to razzle-dazzle, show off a little bit, and, and Baker might want to try to push the envelope for big plays early? I think they're going to try it. I don't know if it's going to be successful or not, but I think they have to at least give it a consideration. Like going into what they uh, what they think is a winnable game, you want to get up and early and make the Titans yeah. have to play from behind with the banged up offensive line and a running back that we don't know if it's if, if Derrick Henry's healthy either. So the earlier you can get started offensively, and the further ahead you can put yourselves above the Titans, the better. And I think it will result in a win if they're able to take a 10 nothing or a 14-3 lead by the end of the first quarter. Right. Make them... Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you. I think it's it's important to make the Titans have to throw. You don't. Their game plan is dink and dunk, run it, keep it close, squeak one out. Kind of like the last time they played in 2017 and beat the Browns, what, 12-9 or whatever it was? That's the type of game the Titans want. They want to draw it out. So if you get it open and you open it up and you take that lead... Well, now what, Delaney Walker, good possession guy. Corey Davis hasn't really progressed. Deion Lewis might be the biggest wild card, the former Brown from 2013. If he's healthy, we know he can be dynamic in the backfield. But we want that to be the case, Matt. We want the, to go up. Hopefully the Browns win the coin toss, get the ball first score, and really put the Titans on their heels early. That's I, I'm with you. That's vital. Because if you make Mariota and that offense have to take chances, that's where you're going to put this thing away. Yeah, I mean, I think we saw it last night, too, when the, after the game, the Packers were basically saying, hey, we knew if we made Trubisky be a quarterback, hmm. we had a chance to win the game. And I think very much that is what you could say about guys like Mariota and Lamar Jackson. If you make them be a quarterback, you have your chance at winning a game. Right, right. And with, with that in mind, Matt, this is also for Marcus Mariota, just as a side storyline. Him and Jameis Winston, the one and two picks in this draft. Pivotal years career-wise. Like, the Titans have Ryan Tannehill behind him. I thought that was a great signing for them depth-wise. Tannehill's nothing special, but he started a lot of games. Like, this is a career year for Marcus Mariota and a real prove-it year. Can he stay healthy? Apparently he's put on some weight. So he's going to be looking to try some stuff. Um, when you, you think of the, let's say, the, the return game for the Browns here. Uh, we got the two kickers. Right, we got Austin Cyber and Jamie Gillen, rookie kicking tandem, I think first time in the league since 2015 with the Dolphins. But the return game, Hilliard and Johnson. Um, should we be expecting one to be to be broken loose, or is this more, again, out of those two, just a a little bit more of a safety net? Cause I'll be honest, Matt, that Sheehy Giuseppe, that burst, Brought back memories of Travis Benjamin and Josh Cribbs. I got a little excited. I, I would like a little bit of pop in that return game. Do you think we'll get it? 
most of the time, we talk about tech in terms of a handful of gigantic companies like Google, Meta, and Apple. But some of the most interesting stuff we find online is the product of a single person. When you're working on your own, I think there's this beauty of being able to come up with an idea and then implement it. Then, in that moment, you don't have to have permission from someone else. There's no red tape. In the Vergecast series, Solo Acts, we'll get to know these people, the tech they use to get stuff done, and the obstacles they face trying to compete with the giants. Some people that I talk to and my friends are like, you know, your competitors are Zuckerberg and Musk. Like, aren't you kind of, like, afraid of that? Every Monday, our friend Ashley Escada will be curating and hosting these interviews and sharing with us what she's learned. I can't believe the McRib locator was originally a tornado locator. Right. <laughs> Pretty wild. Listen to our Solo Acts miniseries now in the Vergecast feed, anywhere you find podcasts. I think you'll get more consistent production than you will that pop play that you're talking right. about. I don't... It, I mean, Dontrell Hilliard has a lot of speed to him, but I haven't seen it a lot in returns. Because you really can't judge off of return drills in practice, and there's no hitting, there's no blocking involved. I mean, it's, it's very minimal. So I'm not really sure we've seen what these young men can do yet. But I think if you're going to get a bigger explosive play, it's going to be Hilliard. The problem is you have to balance that with him being the second running back on the depth chart, or you have to be really comfortable with Dearness Johnson being a third down back role where he's in there for blitz pickup and for catching the ball out of the backfield. Right, and Matt, this uh, coming down about a half hour ago, uh, away from this Browns game, Antonio Brown will will play on Monday. Wow, against the Denver Broncos. Just on a side note here, I don't know, and I heard he made an impassioned apology to his locker room. Boy, Matt, that really sends like, the wrong message that Mike Mayock and, and maybe to a lesser extent Gruden, that the kind of a pushover, especially Mayock. You get punked in front of everyone and then no discipline? That's not a great look. Yeah, I didn't anticipate him playing truthfully. No. I'm kind of surprised by that decision. I thought for sure he was looking at a four-game suspended. I didn't think it was going to be one. I thought Mayock was going to drop the hammer on him. But Gruden must have said he wanted him. Well, the story that I read, they had the support of the captains, including Derek Carr. They went in as a, as a group and told Gruden, hey, whatever you do, we're behind you. So it would have been. Do you have that kind of talent, and people are like, "Yeah, if you suspend them, okay." That tells you that there's a bigger problem than we even know about. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like at least a game. At least send a message. The dude punked you, punted the ball away, threw him to, to punch you in the face, and you play. He's gonna play. That is that is a bad luck. This Raiders team is still a disaster. Who knows if he'll even play come Monday? Like there's still a few days. <laughs> Until until he actually takes the field, who knows? And he's quit during games before. He might just leave at halftime if he doesn't feel like it. He's been known to quit on his team before. Right? Like, you got that. Tyree Kill with a big extension with the Chiefs, too. Um, I guess that, that means that the Chiefs must be comfortable. There's no further police action coming down the pipeline, I suppose. Because otherwise you wouldn't make that big of a deal. That is a... Huge investment in a receiver that, uh, again, the off-the-field stuff, I don't, uh, I'm don't. i not too comfortable uh, if I was a Chiefs fan 
of how much longer he can keep it together because he's been a bit of a disaster on and off too. Yeah, uh, I I wouldn't feel great about that deal, truthfully. Um, yeah, I just I, I don't. There's nothing that makes you feel good about it, in my opinion. And, and you know the talents there. You some... hope he can stay out of trouble, but he's proven that he has an inability to balance the talent, as you were talking about, with the off the field stuff. Here, here's the deal: three year, fifty four million extension includes thirty five million dollars in guaranteed. So. Hopefully they put some language in there to back end themselves, but well, you know what? We we saw two. two oh, two. you know they did, especially after dealing with Kareem Hunt last year. Oh you know yeah. The Chiefs put language oh, in there yeah. about personal conduct policy. They'll get all that guaranteed money and that signing bonus back if he goes a follow the law. Well, we've we've just seen today two cases of talent winning out over ethical behavior or miss at whatever. Uh, talent wins out in the NFL, man. There you go, right? So, all right. So, yeah, uh, that is very surprising. Antonio Brown is going to play on Monday. That kind of took me aback. But uh, in any case, if we get back to the Browns game here, Matt, who's your X Factor? We'll do our X Factors and our predictions here. Brought to you by Cleveland Whiskey. Make sure you visit our great sponsor, ClevelandWhiskey.com. Check out their product and website on Twitter at ClevWhiskey and Instagram uh, at Cleveland Whiskey, where they got some great cocktails and recipes. Check it out. Trust me, ClevelandWhiskey.com. Who is your X factor for the Browns on Sunday, one o'clock, Matt, at First Energy Stadium, where that place is going to be rocking? I wish I was down there. Am I allowed to say the holder slash punter? Oh, you can. Hey, yeah, you can. I, I think that we have to see what the young kids can do. Uh, I'm going to say the specialists, uh, Austin Seibert, the kicker, and punter Jamie Gillen, are two guys who I hope. We're not talking about on Monday unless it's a game-winning field goal right. made, not attempted. Um, yeah, but th- those are those are interesting positions to watch because, again, Gillen's never held in a game in the regular season at any point in his life. So not exactly sure what to expect out of him. And Seibert at some points looked great and at some points was – not good at all, and that's putting it mildly. Yeah. Um, they're in camp in the preseason, so ultimately we'll see what these two young men can do, and hopefully it doesn't come down to a game-winning field goal, but if it does, maybe Austin Seibert surprises the heck out of us. I At least he made those kicks, Matt, I really hope. And if things go to plan, it should not. It really should not in this game come down to a game-winning field goal if things go as they should with all the Browns' talent and the pieces missing from... The Titans. It shouldn't. You never know, but it should. My X Factor, I'm going to say uh, Eric Kush uh, on the right guard spot, Matt. I think how, and I don't disagree with you on the special teams, but I'll go with Kush in that we have a line that is almost, it kind of like skips as far as reliability, right? You have like, you have Batonio and, and you got Treader at center, but then right guard, left tackle, Greg Robinson, who we can count on, but, but can we? And Hubbard, like there's, there's a bunch of pieces. That group has to be efficient, working as one, because you got to, one, set the tone on the running game with Nick Chubb, especially in the second half if you're up to go pound the damn football. And two, keep our franchise quarterback safe and upright. So I'm going to say the offensive line. Going into this game, how comfortable are you with the O-line as a whole? 
depends on how well the tackles play. In my opinion, I think the interior is going to be fine. Whoever lines up at right guard week one, week two, week five, I think they'll be fine. The tackle spots are a concern for me. Uh, Chris Hubbard makes me a little nervous. And Craig Robinson, I mean, the guy was the number two overall pick, so you think he could play, but guy, when you're picked that high, people don't give up on you easily. Like, right. It takes a, a good bit, and it takes a, a body of work to do that. And that, I, I'm hoping he can prove that that's behind him and that going against Miles Garrett every day in training camp and in practice uh, has made him a better player. Ultimately, we'll see come Sunday. It'll, I, it, it, can't, it can't hurt. And when you have an O-line going up against that talent, at least they're ready for to, to face some of the best. So at least you have some practice in it there. All right, Matt, prediction time here. Cleveland Whiskey prediction of week one. And remember, folks, this year, like in other years, if, well, the victory Monday or victory day after the game, whatever day that is, because the Browns play a lot of Thursdays, Mondays, Sunday nights, and all that, um, we will have with the victory. We hope to be having a lot of them. But what is your score and prediction? Sunday, 1 o'clock, the Browns said they're going to set off fireworks an hour and two hours before the game to make sure people are in there and rocking and jumping and all that. What's your prediction, buddy? Home fans go home happy. Yeah. I think it's going to be 20. I'm going to say 24-10 Browns. 24-10 Browns. I like it. I'm going to go with the... Prediction coming off of me playing during my season mode of Madden 20 on PS4, Browns versus Titans. Now, I won that game 21-0. I'm not going to be so bold to say a shutout, but I will say final score, Browns 21, Titans 6. Two field goals, offense stymied, Browns kick it up two touchdowns in the first half, and then kind of sit back and enjoy. So that's what I'm saying. 21-6. You're what, 24-10? Yes. 24-10. Okay. Well, hit us up, people. On Twitter, at Matt Florjancic. On Twitter, at AndyMC81. On Instagram, at MattFlowSports. And me, at AndyMCSports. And Twitch.tv slash AndyMacLive. Let us know your game predictions. Do the Browns win? What score? Let us know. Let's get off to a hot start. Matt, you're right in the heart of the city. Well, what's the vibe a couple days before, before game day? Before is can you feel like I can feel the electricity I think coming across Lake Erie up here in Canada like I, I'm I'm feeling it and I'm feeling whenever I talk to Browns fans and just on what's the vibe in the city? You know, after months of talk, after weeks of practice and days of film study, everybody just wants the game to get here. Let's mm. see what this team can really do. Let's fire up those. Uh, those great exotic cars that we've had in the garage all summer long. Let's give them one hell of a run down the road. You know, that's, I think, the best way I can sum up how people are feeling. They're excited. They're ready to go. And this is like nothing we've seen in a very long time. Oh, man. It's it, it's here. It is here, folks. One o'clock. Hopefully, we'll be having a Victory Monday show here on SB Nation, Dogs by Nature. Make sure you're subscribing and checking out the website as well. Matt, I love it. You say 24-10, I say 21-6. Let's do it, Cleveland. And Matt, before we go too, real quick, that Miles Garrett 
Players Tribune article. I read it during the Packers-Bears game because that was a bit of a snoozer, so I need to keep, uh, keep awake. I read that. I was ready to fight somebody. Miles Garrett, that, that writing, that's it. We're not supposed to be here. Him saying, we're not supposed to be here, but we're here. So many players on this team, the Cleveland Browns fans, everybody, we're not supposed to be here. Nobody wants you to be here. They like you being the stepping stone. They like you being the sad sack. We're not supposed to be here, but we're here. I was ready to go, and I'm ready to go right now. Like, let's do it, and let's prove. You know what, Matt? Hey, I love it. Let, let's be the heels. Let the, 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 the booze, drink them in. The tears have fallen upon us. Drink them. Love it. Love the taste. I can't wait. I, I, what did you think of that, of that Miles, Miles I mean, Garrett tri I'm, tribute? I'm getting goosebumps. Let's go. I'm just getting goosebumps thinking about it. Let's go. You know, I'm, uh, I'm, just, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to get the game to everybody who has, <laughs> uh, has asked me all week, rather. You know, are you ready for this? Are you ready to everything from that like, yeah yeah Andrew, this, this is the fun part you do all the work right and this is the opportunity to have fun and i think cleveland's gonna have a lot of fun this fall. damn right and i oh man miles garrett he gets it man that was a tremendous article i recommend y'all read it if you haven't um he's out on twitter at flash garrett has it pinned that was just that it encompasses everything if you haven't read it all right buddy good stuff We'll hopefully see you for a victory Monday, and we'll talk to you soon. Enjoy the game. Uh, people, follow along Matt, at Matt Florjancic on Twitter. Thanks, buddy. Sounds good, Andy. You have a good one. All right. Thank you, sir. There he goes, Matt Florjancic, WKYC Sports in Cleveland. Oh, let's go. Bring it on. Bring on the Titans, people. Let's do it. You've been listening to the Doghouse, your inside look at the Cleveland Browns on SB Nation, Dogs by Nature. Who doesn't love a good deal? Well, right now at Wendy's, you can get a Dave's single for just $3, which works out pretty great. If you also love a delicious, juicy cheeseburger made with fresh, never-frozen Canadian beef and fresh toppings like crisp lettuce, onions, and ripe tomatoes. Did I mention it's only $3? Because it's only $3. Hurry into Wendy's to get your $3 Dave's single before September 22nd. At participating Wendy's only, taxes extra. Pride, it's a thing you hear when you talk to a Ford of Canada employee. Meet Sasha. Being a fourth generation employee is very special. I can still remember my grandfather, how happy he was to hear that I was going to continue on the tradition. For anyone who used to drive a car, they would love an EcoSport. Right now, get over $2,500 in total price adjustments on the 2019 Ford EcoSport Titanium. Hurry in. Ford employee pricing and September 30th. It's your last chance to get Ford employee pricing. To learn more, click on the banner. Hello, I'm Nilay Patel, the editor-in-chief of The Verge and host of Decoder, a business podcast where I interview CEOs about big ideas, the problems that come from those ideas, and how they make decisions. It is also surprisingly about org charts. It comes up a lot. We're launching a new limited series that we're calling the Centennial Series, where I talk to CEOs of companies that are over 100 years old, like Xerox, Barnes & Noble, and more. There's no 100-year-old company that's without its struggles, and it's been fascinating to talk to these CEOs about which parts of these companies' history are important and which parts they can let go. A little spoiler for you, if a company is over 100 years old, there's a lot of drama to talk about. It's been a good time. You can listen to the Centennial series right in the Decoder feed. New episodes of Decoder are out on Tuesday, and the Centennial series is out on Thursdays. Check it out. We think you're really going to like it.
You can get it wherever you get your podcasts. This episode was supported by Reddit for Business. You want the right attention for your business, but you don't know where to get it. It should be a place where people actually take the time to engage with your ads. Why not try Reddit? They seem to have the whole engagement thing down pat. With over 100,000 communities, Reddit users are some of the most active online. Meet your potential customers where they feel most at home, with 90% of users trusting Reddit to learn about new products and brands. Just go to redditforbusiness.com slash vox to learn more.